Hi there, I'm Holly McDonald with the Costa Mesa Pod, where we discuss all things concerning the lifestyle, businesses, and activities that make Costa Mesa such a great place to live. Today I have Steve with Urban Workshop on the podcast. Steve, thanks for being here. I mean, honestly, it started as a joke, which is kind of crazy. Um, and then it, it grew legs, and here we are. So, yeah. That's awesome. Really, it sounds like a lot of luck was part of your journey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, luck, just weird circumstances, right? I mean, I, I like to um, I like to not assume I know it all, right? So I try to be receptive. As I try to be cognizant of what's going on around me, see opportunities, try and help people out where I can. And all those things just kind of came together in a perfect storm where, um, I mean, even with the engineering company, right? When the opportunity to do this presented itself, I was still running the engineering company and I was running a professional race team. So like I didn't need a third business. Um, but then the customers in the engineering company, you know, it was always a challenge because if, if a company is hiring you for engineering, which means they don't have a lot of resources. So there's cash strapped anyway. So we had a big customer that filed bankruptcy and screwed us like $200,000. And based on that event, that's kind of, that's, that was basically the final straw. And we were like, okay, we're going to do it. So we wound down the engineering company, started getting this one set up, and off we went. Okay, so I'm curious, with your yep. background and everything, have you, do you actually manufacture anything there now, or is it really just like people coming in and using the tools and then doing the classes? Me now? No. I, what I tell people now is my project is running this place. Okay. Um, and again, it's just like a gym, right? Like I can't go in and do uh, bench presses for you. <laughs> you yeah. got to go in and do it yourself, right? So we're 100% do-it-yourself uh, you know, workshop. And, and honestly, what's happened over the last couple of years, which has been kind of interesting, um, in, the, in the early days, and honestly, maybe when our fees were a little cheaper, our, our rent's gone way up, so we've had decreased prices too. But what's happened now is about 90% of our members are actually small businesses that run 100% out of our facility. So it's, it's kind of cool. I mean, collectively, they do about $20 million a year in revenue at the back door of our building. So I jokingly say that we're the most successful small business incubator in Southern California without actually trying to be one. Yeah. Um, so kind of crazy. So it works out great. They love coming here. For them, it reduces all the risk, right? They don't have leases. They don't have to buy equipment and all this other stuff. They can come in and try it. If it works, awesome. If not, you know, they spent 200 bucks for a month of dues, and now they know it doesn't work. So what it works out pretty work? great that way. Yeah, like what kind of businesses are coming in there and creating things? Well, so all of our customers are, are product-based, right? So that's the, the the angle that we have. But if you're starting a business and you're just doing your programming, you know, go to WeWork or something like that, get a desk. You don't need most of the stuff that we offer. But if you're trying to build, and we've had artists, um, you know, people selling stuff on Etsy. We've had artists from Laguna Beach. Uh, there's actually a bunch of large public sculptures in Laguna Beach that were made here. Um, so a lot of our businesses here are, like I said, all, all product-based, right? We have a bunch of van conversion companies going on now, uh, some other big product companies, a lot of people doing uh, custom furniture, uh, some handymen who work out of here who, because they have access to our facility, they can take on bigger projects. Instead of just doing small stuff, they can do big stuff now. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's pretty wide in scope. Um, I'm amazed a lot of times what is actually going on in the shop on a daily basis. 
All right, and so you mentioned that there's basically a monthly fee that people can pay to have yep. the membership, and so it's just month to month, yep. essentially, just like a, most of the gyms around here. Yep. Yep, just like a gym, month to month, or if it's really working for you, you can commit to a year and the price goes down a little bit. And how do the classes work? Is that part of the membership or is that separate? So the classes are in addition to it because I have to pay for the teacher's time. And I have to buy materials and all that sort of stuff. So they're not uh, terribly expensive. Um, some of them are sign-off classes just to make sure people are safe and know how we operate. And they, you know, those are one-time deals. And then the other ones are for people who want a bit more depth of knowledge. Um, like we have a, a, a course, like a woodworking course is like 18 hours or a blacksmithing course. I think that was like 16 hours. Yeah. Um, and we just added American Welding Society certification. So now we're testing a certification center if you want to learn how to be a welder too. Wow, that's really so, awesome. I mean, it's a, yeah. you're right. A lot of the schools aren't necessarily like offering these types of creative hands-on types of activities so much of it has just gone to the internet so it's nice to have yep. that space um did you choose the name for the place did you choose yep. place? yeah yeah it, it took me about six months to figure it out i mean i was making lists and figure it all out like you know what is it where is it and all this into matching words together it was a it was a pretty fun exercise but i'm pretty happy with the name because yeah. i think intuitively it describes the place pretty good yeah no i think it's a cool name it has a really good ring to it um, yeah, thank you. Is there anything going on that you want to share? Or, I mean, I know you said people can come in and tour the space, but is there anything else you'd like the public, the community to know? Um, since I'm sure, I'm sure some people are very well aware of you, but other people, they're just hearing about you for the first time. Yep. Uh, well, actually, kind of two things that are, that are pretty popular, right? The, we have a kids program as well. So we mentioned before that the schools don't have shop class anymore. Um, so along the way, we were getting asked so much, like, hey, this place is great. You got anything for my kid? Um, we started doing a kids program about six years ago, and now that's like a third of the business. So um, we have four levels of kids programs. They basically come for 12 weeks and uh, once a week for three hours each week. And uh, we run them through, we run through everything. Uh, by the time they get to level four, they're working out in the shop with the adults on full size, big equipment. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Nobody else has the guts to put a 10 or 11 year old on a table saw, but we do. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then, like I said, the welding thing is a brand new one. Um, and it's unique because right now, if you want to become a certified welder, your only option is to go to like a community college for a year and they won't let you take the test unless you take their curriculum. So there aren't really any places where you can go just take the test if you want to. So we're the only open test facility in Southern California. So if you want to just take the test, you have the experience, you can come do that. Um, or if you do want to learn, we have an accelerated four week program where we'll teach you how to weld from scratch and get you through your first certification test. So instead of taking like a year to get working, you could be working in like five weeks making money. Nice. Um, well, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I just like to always kind of tie it back to Costa Mesa. And I know you kind of end up here a little bit by luck, but um, yeah. You know where you're located over by the airport there are so many great like industrial warehouse size spaces and for something like this where you're not going to be you know the plane noise isn't going to be a bother and you're surrounded by other companies and everything that are just kind of doing their own thing um and to get that size of space um, it's a really mm -hmm. good location yeah honestly you know i don't know what we would do if we hadn't found this building because I mean, especially after covid the crazy thing is you know, everybody switched to buying stuff online. So they started 
you know, Amazon and all these other distribu distribution companies started getting the warehouses. So even now, to try and find a warehouse is almost impossible. Um, so we're planning on sitting here as long as we can. <laughs> well, and you're very central, you know, as far as Orange County goes. Is it mostly yeah. Orange County people that are coming to you, would you say, just because of the location? For sure. I mean, we've had the occasional straggler from L.A. or even San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, they tend to not stay as long. They may have a project in mind. They're in a real pinch. We've had, actually, we've had some from Northern California where they came down, they stayed at a hotel around the corner for a month, oh worked on their project, and then took off. Because there really aren't any other options in, in the whole state of California. I mean, honestly, we're one of the most successful in the country. So there's maybe 10 or 12 of them kind of like us, but they don't have all the programs that we offer uh, or the education stuff or the certification programs. So we're really unique in that way. We don't have a lot of competitors. I love that. And so one thing I talk about oftentimes on the podcast, too, is just how there's so many different opportunities for unique businesses to thrive in our area. Um, and we definitely see a lot of that in Costa Mesa. Like there's just a lot of create, creative people with a lot of different yep. skill sets and they're you know not afraid necessarily to take a risk. Um, it seems like that's kind of exactly describes you as well. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely a creative, uh, creative hotspot here, that's for sure. Yeah, well, and like you said, I mean, just tying it back to, like, you've got Laguna artists and everything. I mean, Laguna's super creative, yeah. but, like, they may not necessarily have the access to all of the tools that you can provide them, and you're just yeah. 20 minutes away. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get some of the hobbyists. And, like, in our early days, you know, we were, like I said, we were a little bit cheaper. And we had, uh, we had more, more of the hobbyists. We had more of the Burning Man crowd just to come in here. So we used to see all kinds of crazy stuff. That was actually really fun. So I kind of miss them, um, but I haven't figured out, you know, how to create a membership type that works for them and is fair to everybody. So I don't know if we can figure that out, that, I'd be happy. But we still have a lot to offer for that. I bet you will. You seem to have all sorts of creative solutions, and just taking like your background and turning it into this business, and like you said, now you're kind of overseeing everything and still being able to provide like education and resources to the community is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, in fact, we're about to take it a step further where uh, we had people from literally all over the world who were finding us online and seeing what we were doing. So they started reaching out, to, you know, hey, how the heck are you guys doing this? So we started getting visitors from uh, I've had people from Argentina, Brazil, Central America, Puerto Rico, South Korea, mainland Europe. Uh, the furthest so far was this guy, Henry, who flew out for one day from Johannesburg, South Africa to come to the shop and meet with me to say, how the heck are you guys doing this? Um, so now we're actually forming another company that's a licensing company, and we're going to license all of our curriculum, our systems, our, you know, our inventories, tool lists, all of that to other makerspaces around the country. Um, and we're going to start in the U.S. and then every English-speaking country from there and then hopefully the world. Um, but the thought is if we kind of standardize all this stuff, we could – we could effectively enable the entire industry. So now if somebody wants to open a makerspace like this, instead of figuring it all out from scratch and taking three and a half years to break even, um, we figure that we can get someone to break even in less than a year for less than half of the investment that you would have needed beforehand. And, so you, and you would have had guaranteed quality. Yeah, you're, you're systematizing it, which is like so smart. Yeah. You've, already, you've been through it. You kind of know the ups and the downs of the mistakes or, you know, what, whatever, yep. you know, so you've yes, kind of <laughs> trail. So all yep. that's smart and is going to benefit a lot of people, you know, especially 
like you said, there's so many small vendors that have been able to come in and be successful because they could use your spaces. That's right. great. And, that, and that's the hope, honestly. I mean, we see the impact we've made here, right? With tons of people running businesses that couldn't have before, um, you know, hiring people, there's just a great hiring pool, all this. And it's great. The kids who are learning this stuff now who want to go into STEM careers, it's awesome. But our original plan when we first opened was to open 10 locations ourselves. And what I've realized is it takes a lot of cash up front to do that. And, and that's become tricky. So what we've kind of realized is we can actually help more people this way. You know, they can open up more spaces around the country and then they can customize them more to what they need locally instead of us forcing what we do down their throat in, I don't know, Kentucky or something. Yeah. Um, so we feel like this would be a good way to help people out even at an even bigger scale than we could have before. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're spreading your wings and you're impacting people in communities all over. So that's fantastic. I love yep. that. Look, look at Costa Mesa planting seeds all around the country and eventually the world. Yep. Fantastic. That's it. Well, that's you got fine. me wanting to come in and try a table saw. So um, <laughs> I might come in and take a tour, but I- Please do. Happy to show you around. Yeah, I'd love to see it. It's tremendous, 28,000 square feet. That's huge. Um, We'll let people know where they can find you online. Okay, the best thing is our website, so urbanworkshop.net. Um, jump on there. All the classes are on there, the kids' program. I mean, all the programs are on there. And then, uh, of course, feel free to drop in anytime, 365 Clinton Street, Costa Mesa, right alongside the airport. And uh, happy to show you around. We're open seven days a week, so it's pretty easy. Just when the next time you're cruising by, stop in. Yeah, it sounds great. And, you know, find out more about what they offer and all of the classes they have in the memberships. So, Steve, thank you so much for being part of the podcast and sharing a little bit more about Urban Workshop with everybody. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks very much.